0: what's going on golf addicts db here it is the live golf mayakoba betting preview the opener for the 2024 live golf season and i know pat was supposed to be here but he's not here and the reason is a couple reasons well number one he a lot of life happened he has a real job and he could not prepare the way he wanted to for live he wanted to be on here Number two, I thought I was going to have another guest hosting with me, and Pat wasn't going to be necessary. Danny Woodhead was supposed to join me, but did say that he would like to join in Live Previews going forward for some of these events this year. So that's exciting. Pat will be here. And yes, I see the comments. Pat is warming up the lift. He is. So here we go. I've, I've converted him. I've, uh, I've tarnished him. Whatever you want to call it, I've done it. So I'm excited about that. He's come around, and I'm excited about this event. I've done a lot of research for this event today. I'm pumped about it. Mayakoba is a place we're all quite familiar with as we've been handicapping it for some time when it was a PGA Tour event. Obviously, it was uh, the the kickoff to last year's live season. I'm going to share my screen, walk you through a number of things on the show today. We're going to look at uh, I want to cover a few basics with live. Obviously, there's a lot of news we could cover. I'm not going to go into as much of that. We might talk about that some on our Thursday show, which now has a name, by the way, that will be announced manana so if you're watching this live on wednesday night welcome but thursday we do we do a show that hits a lot of news we're going to talk about some of the live news on that show for this week it's for this show it's more about this event and, and handicapping this event talking through some picks i've got some picks i feel really good about that i'm excited to show you but i want to i want to go over a few basics like where you can watch it some of the teams and the changes um, we're going to look at some weather. We always got to do that. We're, we're coastal here at, uh, Playa, in Playa del Carmen, Mexico for, for my Coba at El Camaleón. So we're going to do that. We're going to talk about the golf course and then get into some of the odds picks. I've even got some DFS thoughts if we want to get into that. And maybe if the chat's hopping, we'll pop in and, and answer some questions, uh, in the chat, but it's so low DB tonight. We're going to have some guests logged into this thing for previews to come. um, but I'm going to share my screen and try to make it interesting so you're not just looking at my talking head all, all night long. All right. So, Live Myakoba 2024 kicks off at El Camellone. Like I said, hosted the Myakoba event, the OHL at Myakoba, the worldwide technology at Myakoba on the PJ Tour. We're all quite familiar. Charles Howell and the Crushers are your defending champs. Our boy CH3, we love CH3. He's a good friend of ours, local Augusta boy. Um, happy to see him defending, and uh, more on him later. He won this event at 16 under, shot 63 on the final day on Sunday last year to get it done. Peter Uline was te- uh, solo second at 12 under, and Brandon Grace was third at uh, at 10 under. So let's talk about some basics on Mayakoba. So par 71, playing around 7,100 yards. There's about six to seven pretty short par fours that all play under 450 yards. So you're going to have a lot of short irons and mid irons into these greens, into these par fours. And only one of the par threes plays over 200 yards, which is not usual for a lot of uh, high caliber, you know, professional golf events. So like I said, a lot of short irons and mid irons and the par fives, there's three of them. They're all fairly reachable by the whole, by the whole field. So even the shortest hitters, can still get there and get home on the par threes, especially if we don't have any wind, which we will check that here in just a second. You've got some past Palum greens that are uh, kind of they're smallish, right? Uh, actually, you know what I think we should do. Let me share my screen. I'm going to show you something from our, our new site called Bet the Number, and Bet the Number is a model site, a golf stats and analytics site. Now uh, we don't have the live content in here yet, but stay tuned. I've got the last five years that it hosted a PGA Tour event here shared on the screen that you can see. And this is looking at, uh, again, Myakoba, El Camilion Golf Course at Myacoba. So the, the course page here on Bet the Number shares a lot of good insights for us. But if you average the last five years, this is what we're getting. A little bit higher, than, and this is obviously compared to PGA Tour averages, but I think we have the larger sample size on the PGA Tour. A lot of these guys played in this event when it was on the PGA Tour. So looking at this does give us some reference in terms of what we're looking at here. r 71, like I said, around 7,100 yards. It is a Greg Norman design. Shout out to the shark. Pass palom grass all the way through. That is typical for coastal courses. I've got a guy at super long odds that I'm going to talk about later. I'm talking nuclear odds who has a win on a coastal pass palom course and he's a multiple pga tour winner and uh i know for a fact that he's feeling good right now and he is at nuketown odds okay so we're going to talk about that in a little bit but uh you know you can see these basic stats up here on bet the number it's an easier course it, it is an easier course which i say that like if you hit it, if you avoid the the, the jungles and the mangroves and the, the 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 crazy stuff that sometimes pops up in the fairways here at Myakka, it can be an easier track. But if you do that, attacking these past Palom Greens, especially if there's no wind, because the wind is the primary defense of this of this golf course, you can go low here. Uh, another feature I love here on Bet the Number is typically we would have strokes gain data that populates here. But I can sort by the, the, the winners of the last five years, guys who finished in the top five in the last five years, top 10, top 20. But if you just look at this name from those PGA Tour years, you've got some names who are now here on live. Carlos Ortiz is one of them here. Um, but you, you just see a wide array, Joaquin, uh, wide array. Joaquin Neiman, Matt Wolf, um, just long hitters, short hitters, accurate guys, guys that spray it everywhere. Anybody can get it done here. Uh, it, it is open to all types of players here at Myakoba. Love this aspect of Bet the Number. It's, it's an unbelievable. By the way, if you want a subscription to Bet the Number, the link is in the description of this video and podcast audio. Uh, and promo code TJ gets you $5 off the monthly and $50 off the annual. And if you're a TJ Discord member, you get an even larger discount, the biggest discount available for Bet the Number. All you have to do is message me, DM me in the Discord. But I love this stat. Bet the number goes and takes a look at multiple PGA Tour stats from this golf course, looks at a lot of radar data, and, and basically says, is this a bomber's course or not? What is their opportunity to gain strokes if they're longer than average, and what is their loss opportunity if they're shorter than average? And I will tell you, this is not a very big, big edge to the bombers. So again, speaks to everyone's ability to compete here. Graham McDowell, past champion here, not a, n- notoriously not a long hitter love the approach shot distribution here you can see a lot more approach shots from all types fairway rough and other meaning possibly waste area bunker whatever Uh, most of these coming from that 50 to 175 yardage bucket so a lot of wedges and short irons like i said a lot of these long irons are going to be on the par five approaches and then what you see down here is around the green from any surface whether it's fringe bunker rough or fairway at any distance around the green is easier than most places so not tough to get up and down here although you know i mean charles howell won at 16 under after three rounds last year like you're gonna have to go low so if you're missing greens you're probably behind the eight ball so that's a little bit about the golf course on bet the number i thought that would be useful to look at um what else do we need to know so I, I do think so so ball ball control in the wind if it gets windy is obviously a thing the greens tend to hold well and you're going to see a higher percentage of greens in reg for the most part especially with no wind. And experience, I think, does help a little bit. I've got some guys in here that I'm interested in firing on who will be there first time. But I don't think you have to have, like, a ton of great experience around here. But talking to players over the last few years of handicapping this golf course, a little bit of experience, especially off the tee with the mangroves and the jungle stuff, does help a little bit here at, uh, at Myakoba. So, um, all right, let's take a look at this. I, let's talk about where you can watch this golf tournament because uh that's usually something that people want to know how do i watch so in the u.s on friday you can watch on the cw app on saturday and sunday it looks like between 1 and 6 p.m eastern all 14 of the live events will air exclusively on the cw that you can get on linear and digital platforms friday rounds on the cw app so round one don't forget starts on Friday um you can catch on the cw app also the live golf app which um you can you can do uh you can also download anywhere that you download apps and it looks like a little bit of youtube action too which is also nice so uh, you can check out the the live site for this but I, i wanted to bring that up as well and finally Let's talk about some of these teams, right? Because, and, and I want to talk about that too. I'm going to talk about some individual outright bets, maybe a couple placement bets that I like. We can talk about DFS DraftKings plays because there are some D- uh, DraftKings contests available for DFS. But there's also the team element. And there are a few books that will allow you to bet on teams. So, and there's just some movement, right? There's, there's guys who've changed teams. There's new teams formed with ROM's Legion 13 squad. So uh, let's, uh, let's open this up and just take a look at some of the teams. So, you know, a, a couple dominant teams last year were the Aces, the Crushers, um, definitely did some damage. Smash did some damage. So the Aces look a little different. You've got HV3 now in place, uh, I believe uh, over Uline, if I remember correctly. Patrick Reed, Pat Perez, Dustin Johnson. Cleeks, adding Adrian Moronk, pretty big addition. Uh, Moronk's the real deal. Like, if, if you're not familiar with Adrian Morant, you should be. The guy is a stud. Hits it a mile. Great ball striker. Um, proven stud on the DP World Tour. Uh, probably could have been you know a choice for the Ryder Cup for Europe uh, last year but, you know, and was in the running but got passed up. Adrian Morant's a stud. The Crushers look exactly the same. With uh, Charles Howell, Paul Casey, Bon Lahiri, and Bryson DeChambeau, I will tell you this, in reading the press transcripts today, uh, the Crushers were on the stage as defending champs. And Casey did say he felt quite rusty. So, uh, yeah, you know, if you can find a way to fade Paul Casey or in a matchup or something, I would, I would maybe fade Paul Casey, especially for round one and maybe for the whole tournament. Fireballs, uh, you got Sergio, Abe Answer, who's obviously a big favorite here, Chikara, who's a young stud, and David Puig. High Flyers look uh, the same, except they're adding Andy Ogletree. And more on possibly more on Andy Ogletree to come. He has fought his way back to a live roster and and really quite nicely. Like, I mean, the guy's playing good golf. Ironheads, Kevin Noss, got Vincent Danny Lee and Jinichiro Kozuma. I got to be honest, don't know much about him. Don't love the Ironheads prospects this year. Legion 13, I kind of do love. I mean, they have the best player, I think, in the world right now in John Rahm. Um, Terrell Hatton is also extremely extremely good uh, one of the best players in the world for sure i love terrell hatton i think is i just freaking love the guy I love his personality um i need him mic'd up as much as possible please just give it it's straight and in, straight into my veins put it intravenously Patton, please um love it caleb surratt is the young stud uh the sec stud out of tennessee that just turned pro the the he was a top amateur walker cup player absolute monster on the course and kieran vincent earned his way a spot which is impressive too majestics Poulter, westwood stenson and horsefield range goats bubba thomas peters peter uline and also added matt wolf who has had some really good finishes at this golf course surprisingly i mean you may not know that but a t5 and a t7 at this golf course in both a pga tour star and a lift start the aussie contingent the rippers cam smith matt jones mark leishman and they added lucas herbert um, and Lucas Herbert, a win on the PGA tour on a coastal windy course. Interesting, interesting play there. Smash, you got Brooks Kepka, Taylor Gooch, Jason Kokrak, and Graham McDowell. Strong team there. Gooch obviously had an amazing year on live last year. as a stud. Uh, GMAC got some history here. Like I mentioned, uh, Kokrak, not really done much here. Don't really know that it suits him that well, but smash is obviously always in play. The stingers, Louis. Burmeister, Brandon Grace, and Charles Schwarzel—the South African contingent. I like Dean a lot this year. I will probably be firing on him a good bit this year. Probably not this week, but I like it. And then you've got—I guess it's Torque. Should I say Torque? I don't know. Torque, Torque. Love Joaquin Neiman. I mean, Joaquin Neiman is one of my favorite guys. Period. Like I, I when he was on the PJ Tour coming up, I loved firing on Joaquin Neiman. I love his swing. I love what he does. Ball striker, good short game, um, big time fan of Joaquin Neiman. More on him to come. Munoz, Mito, and Carlos Ortiz. Uh, Ortiz, a tons of gr- tons of great history here. Going to be a favorite too. So a, a little just to refresh your memory on the teams. That's where we're at. Um, all right, what else? Let's let's look at the weather. Let's take a look at the weather. I'm going to share my screen. I like to look at uh, Windfinder is my number one go to for weather. It is free. You just got to make sure you find the right tower, the tower that's closest to the golf course. So wind finder is what I look at. And let's start with Friday since this is where the first round starts. You can see Friday, Saturday, Sunday, look a whole bunch of nothing. I mean, for a coastal course, even Sunday, which you've got gusts kicking up into the 15 mile an hour, like that's, that's nothing. That's really nothing. Now, if some of this from Monday starts to bleed over into Sunday, obviously that's a few days away and things could change. You know, twenty something mile an hour gusts is interesting, but for the most part, uh, this this looks like it's perfect and optimal for scoring conditions. It's warm. I mean, next week you're gonna they're not gonna see temperatures over fifty five, and it's gonna be blowing. Yikes! Um, that's that's no fun. I would shoot a million, but this is ripe for for scoring. I mean, temps in the mid to high seventies, low eighties at times. Very little wind. In other words, we can go ahead and fire comfortably on the outrights. Uh, I don't know that we necessarily have to wait for the live market to hit because not a lot of live markets available, but I think we fire on this thing, and and I'm going to get to those here in just a second. I will say this. I don't know that I can say a lot. probably shouldn't say a lot. Hopefully, I don't say more than I should, but we've had some discussions with some friends at Live. And you would be you may be surprised, maybe you wouldn't, but you may be surprised. I think the general golf community would be surprised to know what Liv has been doing in the background for things like um data collection and 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 improving their um the options to bet on live and gaming involving Liv. It's coming. If you're if you're in a state where it's not legal for you or or sports betting is legal for you, but Liv doesn't show up there are some reasons for that but i think that's going to change and i hope it changes quickly but i know that they're working on it and and live is embracing the gaming side it's top of mind it's on it's something they're actively working on and working in with especially these legal stakes states in the US and legal sports books now you know typically you can easily find live odds and bets on offshore books which You know, definitely come with risk. Those are not books that we normally uh, recommend very highly because, they're again, inherent risks is you don't have the regulation and the accountability with those offshore books that you would get if you're stateside in a legal uh, operating book. But if you want live action for most people in the U.S., that's where you would have to go to get it. Um, So I will say all that to say if you're looking forward to betting on live and you can't, I think it's coming. So be ready. And, that, and that's comforting as, as a better. You want to know that the league is, is working on it, and they, they, they are. So I'm excited about that. Um, I, think, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great for everybody. Past champs here in, on the PJ Tour, obviously talked about Charles Howe being the defending champ, but Russell Henley won here. Victor Hovland won here back-to-back. It was when Vic, you know, first could, we didn't know if he could ever win outside of, uh, of Mexico, but he, he did, obviously uh Brendan Todd, Matt Kuchar and Patton Kazire, your recent winners here again a mixed bag, right? Uh, of of different types of players, different styles of golf. So, um all right, let's let's get in. I think that's everything I wanted to hit pregame. Um all right, let's talk about some odds. I'm going to open up the odds screen here before I do that. I do want to thank our partners at Sobet Um, listen, I just thought I'd share my screen and show you a little bit about what SoBet looks like behind the scenes, because it is the one-stop shop. If you're betting on any sport golf included, because we put exclusive bets on SoBet for not just PJ tour, but also live and every sport imaginable. Mm -hmm. And these handicappers are vetted by SoBet invited to come on the platform required to be transparent with their plays to recap whether they win or lose. To assign unit allocations for each bet, so you know how much they're they're willing to put on that bet, and it eliminates all the noise from sites like Twitter. If you're following handicappers on Twitter, all that stuff. But I, like this is just recently recaps today. Th- these people are good. I mean, Dusty Dusty picks nails the Gibbs anytime TD the other night. The Purdy interception also nails the Kelsey anytime TD. Uh, Dusty picks just absolutely on fire doing some college basketball here. Uh, I was going to show you this, too. Uh, There's always recaps, and usually you just get up here and you're like, oh, yeah, people are just winning money. Pistons, something basketball. I don't know. I don't do basketball, but college basketball, bang, bang, uh, bang. That's an easy two-unit hit by him. I mean, this is just like, it's easy stuff. And, of course, we we do our stuff here. So I've already dropped some outrights here. This is some PGA stuff. I do some round robins exclusively on SoBet. So anyway, check out SoBet if you have not already. We appreciate our friends at SoBet standing behind us, standing behind this show as well. Um, and you can hit the link in the description of the video or podcast to go straight to SoBet, sign up, use code TJ trial, and you can try it out for free. First month for free. You can cancel at any time. I don't think you will, but you, you'll have access to 50-plus pros. You get exclusive content, notifications, promotionals and tournaments. Uh, 5,000 plus people on SoBet's platform. They've built this quickly because they're good, and the product is great. The app is fantastic, available in uh, Apple and Android stores. So click the link, TJ trial for that first free month, and uh, we appreciate SoBet for backing the show. All right, so let's let let's let's talk about the top of the board. All right, and uh, and then I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna talk about the top of the board from some legal book standpoint, and then I'm gonna show you some other options. So. Obviously, John Rahm is probably going to be the favorite here for the foreseeable future. Um, you know, we'll see how Brooks and Bryson and DJ and the studs, Cam Smith, we'll see how they roll out the beginning of the year, how hot they come out. And that's obviously the question here. It's the same question we ask ourselves when it's Hawaii and it's the PGA Tour. It's like, OK, who's been playing in the fall? Who's been playing in the winter? Who, we, who we've been, you know, hawking on instagram watching their stories to see if they're playing golf or they're out scuba diving or maybe you know doing a zoo or doing an aquarium or doing a six flags or whatever right like we we got to know who's been doing stuff and so there's question marks around some of these guys i looked at every single player in this field on the owgr site which the owgr is is bullshit basically but it does tell you where they've played, if they played a DP event, an Asian Tour event, a PGA Tour event, whatever, they, they tell you. So I know who has played in the last couple of weeks or late into the fall or winter of 2023, and who hasn't. Uh, obviously, John Rahm was, uh, was playing, and so we know, what, we know what he is, right? He's probably ready to go. And would it surprise anybody if John Rahm wins? Absolutely not. Are you ever going to tune into one of these shows and find me suggesting that you bet the number one shortest favorite on the board less than eight to one? No, you will not. So, And that's just because golf. Hashtag golf. I mean, hello. Have you seen the PGA Tour the last four weeks? My God. I mean, the variance in golf is through the roof. So as a result, I, I just don't do it. Now, is it a fair number? Probably not fair. You should probably be more as true odds are probably around seven or eight to one. But you know, again, could you could you see it happening? Of course, right? It's it's fifty-four guys. Two guys playing as individuals and then the teams, right? It's fifty-four guys and it's John Rahm. Like, yeah, you can totally see John Rahm running away with this thing. But I will say he doesn't have a lot of experience at at Mayacoba, if at all. So uh, you know, he doesn't have that going for him. Actually, let me let me look. I'm gonna pull up John here on uh, on Beth the number. Where is Jan Rahm? There he is. Okay, um, Maya Oh yeah, yeah. He has played Maya. We played it in 2015. Finished T10. Played it in 2016. Finished T50. Again, it's John Rom, and I'm not going to tell you to bet him. So we're going to move on. So you know, I, I'm not a big favorites better in general, but when we start to get the double digits in a 54 man field, I'm okay. I, I'm okay. And there are two names up here that I really want, and it's the next two. It's Terrell Hatton and it's Joaquin Neiman. And you can, if you do some shopping, you can get them both at 14 to one, but Hatton, you're going to have to go offshore. Um, and we'll cover that here in a minute. Stateside, DraftKings, BetMGM both have them at 12 to one for Hatton. DK has Joaquin Neiman right now at 14 to one. And I like both. I already mentioned Neiman, he won the Aussie Open in the winter. Uh, late in the year T4 in Dubai just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I think that is that the one that's the one either Rory won or Tommy beat Rory. I can't remember, but just finished T4 in Dubai 11th here last year, a T23 and a T5 at, at Myacobo when it was a PGA tour event. I mean, everybody's going to be behind the Torque team and the fireballs team. And, you know, they're, they're going to be riding for these guys. The, 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 the uh, the Spaniards and the obviously the Mexican players like Abe answer and Ortiz are going to be the hometown crowd, but Neiman's going to have a lot of love and he comes in already playing and already sharp, which I like. So Neiman at 14 to one is for sure a slam and Hatton at 12 to one. I, I guess if I had to pick one, I'm going Neiman, but Hatton is a, an absolutely elite player. I mean, he, he really, he's an elite ball striker. Um, he is a fantastic putter, uh, no experience really at Mayakoba to speak of, uh, but comes in having played well at the Century, played well at the Sony. Again, he, he's a guy who we've seen, a guy who's not coming in cold. And, you know, I, I guess the live thing, you know, being his first time here, he said at the press conference today he felt like it was his first day at a new school for, or first day of school, whatever. I'm sure there are some things that are probably a whirlwind for him right now, that may be distractions or maybe things that that keep him off his game fully. But at the same time, I also feel like there's something to be said for these guys when they make the jump that it's like, Hey, I'm going to prove it. And, and now I'm, I'm, I also have this team element thing that, you know, he's very close with Rom. I'm sure Rom had a lot to do with getting him over here and getting everything right. Like he probably just feels like he wants to prove it. And he's one of the best players in this field. So, you know, when we have the question marks around, like, all right, let, let, let's talk about the other names up here that are, you know, the studs, right? Like, okay, Bryson, I kind of get because we know Bryson's been playing golf. He's been hitting golf balls because of his YouTube channel and all the content that he does. And he's a sicko. So he just hits balls all the time. He never puts them down. He doesn't have a family yet. He's not doing that whole thing. Like, you know, Bryson's going to come in here somewhat ready, as opposed to what I imagine DJ Brooks, Cam Smith, those guys probably been on their boats. They've been dealing with family. They've been doing other things. How sharp are they coming into this event? Mm, I don't know. Plus it's not like my is a bomber's paradise. We already looked at that on BTN. So it's not like I, I, I feel like I have to have one of those guys. Now, Bryson, obviously a bomber, but again, it, it kind of, this course may neuter a little bit of his best abilities, long irons bombers, you know, feast on four par fives. There's only three here feast on long par fours, long par threes, Hit shorter clubs into the, you know, I I just, I I think in a week like this, Hatton is actually a better shot. And the, and the odds makers He's shorter than all those guys. I think Hatton's the better, the better play. We know what we're getting. So that's that. Um, you know, answer, I just don't know that we've seen enough out of answer right now to feel like I can, I can fire on that. He's obviously going to, like I said, he's going to have a lot of people cheering for him. Maybe that also comes with some pressure. I don't think he played great here last year. What did he do here last year? Uh, finished T-15, which, you know, remember, 50, 51 guys, you know, not, not great. Or 50, is that right? 48 guys, not, not, not great last year. All right. Um, I kind of took a look at Louie because Louie got hot. Louis, Louis won the, the Dunhill and the Marichis Open. Now I got to be honest, I, I don't think the Marichis was the like greatest field, uh, but Louis won both of them in the in the fall slash winter. So he is coming in with a little bit of form. Now he hasn't he hasn't done anything in twenty twenty four in terms of playing a tournament, but I kind of took a peek at Louis, but I think I'm think I'm gonna pass uh gooch is the other stud that i i guess i left out because he had such a great year last year i should probably include him haven't really seen much of gooch either i could see him maybe being coming in a little rusty i think i'll pass now moronk has been playing he finished 10th and second in both the dubai events and moronk is a stud i've already talked about that he's 25 to 1 you know i I don't also not a perfect fit for Adrian dream He's not going to have much experience on past Palum. He's not going to have much experience in, in, in a conditions and grasses and this course specifically. So it's kind of a hold my nose and stay away. Uh, as you can tell with Hatton and Neiman being the second, third shortest names on the board, I'm pounding those two. And then, then it's about to get, I'm about to get, about to get, we're about to go to bomb town, nuke town, baby. So I'm about to, I'm about to, kind of skip the middle and go to the bombs. So Moronk, I, I, mm, I'm close on, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, Carlos Ortiz is a name in here I'm sure a lot of people are going to look at. He's 28-1 to 1 on BetMGM. That's the best number. And he does have an amazing track record at MyCoba. However, again, not a lot of Carlos Ortiz recently. Not sure what we're going to get. I think I'm out. The next name on the list that I'm interested in, I've already talked about, is Charles Howe. It is Chucky Three Sticks, our boy, at 33-1 to 1 on Bet MGM. That's the best number for him. I like that number. I know he's coming in prepared. I know he's coming in having hit some balls. He knows what he's playing. He's, he knows what he's working with. He's not played tournaments, but I don't think he has to. He's a freaking seasoned veteran stud. And Charles is a golf addict, like I said. So I have no doubts Charles Howell is doing his thing. Um, so CH3 is the next, name, the next name on the list for me. Uh, over a guy like Mito, over Cam Smith. I'm sure Cam Smith's been doing a lot of fishing. Um, you know, over Brooks, uh, who else? DJ in this range, HV3's in this range, uh, Sergio's in this range. I think I'll pass on on some of those guys. Burmester's Burmeester's in this range. And I like Dean for the year, but I think I'm out on him overall. Um, okay, so let's let's keep working down the board here. So that's Charles um the next name well there's a couple names in here i'll talk about because i i think you know depending on what you're what you're after you could uh you could maybe you could maybe pull the trigger on some of these guys so um peter uline at 50 to one finished runner up here last year and you know he he finished the lift season last year number one in driving distance i think he was number two in putting behind cam smith the distance is, you know, not essential here at Mayakoba, as I've already mentioned, and accuracy kind of is. Uh, he's pretty bad in terms of accuracy with the driver, but I'm assuming that he probably clubbed down quite quite reasonably here at Mayakoba last year to finish runner-up. It, it's hard to spray it here and finish runner-up, so he, he must have played it wisely. And he just came close in a lot of live events last year. Like, I, I think I think Uline's win is coming. And at 50 to 1, I'm intrigued. There's another name in this range. Uh, 50 to 1 is the best number on Uline line on, on DraftKings. Um, Lucas Herbert is at 65 to 1. The Aussie joining the Rippers is a PGA Tour winner on a past Palem coastal windy spot. Now, if the wind were getting up at this event, I think I would like him more. Hits it a long way, putts the heck out of it. Irons are trash typically for Lucas Herbert. So I kind of took a peek at him at 65, but I I I think I'd rather go U line in the range and then start to skip down. Um, we're, I, I might talk about some placement plays here in a minute with some of these guys. Uh, the next bomb for me is going to be Chikara, Eugenio Chikara. Um, you know, breakout win on on a live event last year. I can't remember which one he won, but he was fantastic. Um, Chikara checks a lot of boxes and he's 80 to one on DraftKings. So. I think Chikar is in play. You know, I'm interested to see what Matt Wolf's going to do. I, I'm very interested. I, new team. There was clearly some friction with him and Brooks last year. Um, he's, he's had he's documented that he's had some some mental health things that he's worked through, which you know plenty of people have and do, and and props to him for being open about it. Now, I will say this: his little dance moves in the in the Range Goats promo were quite cringe. I don't ever want to see that again. Um, but Wolf has a great record here. Really good record here. And he's a long number. If I could find a placement bet on him, which I think we can. Uh, I'll I'll pull I'll I'll shop those. Let's see what his uh let's see what his top 10 is. I mean, he's he's 5 to 1 on DK. He's plus 450 on MGM. I like it better on MGM even though it's shorter because MGM does not have any dead heat rules. So they will pay out in full if he ties for 10th place or if multiple people are tied inside the top 10. And that's worth it to me for the the half a point. So Wolf, the upside for Wolf, I like it at plus 450. I'd probably avoid the the outright win at 80. But I, I do think Wolf could have an interesting week, although I know he he didn't have the best season last year. All right, now, now I'm into the super bombs. Um, and I'm going to get to one of my favorite plays here. Let me see if there's any. I don't think there's any others. All right, so here's what I'm going to tell you. All right. One of the guys who's playing solo, he's not on a team. He was on a team. He got hurt, had, had surgery, had to sit out all year last year. I think it was all year. Um, but, but I do know that he is feeling good. He's feeling healthy. He's been ready to get back at it. Been waiting on the season to start. And he's a three-time PGA Tour winner. He's yet to win on live yet. But three-time PGA Tour winner. One of those was on a windy coastal uh pass palum course that I, I hit him as an outright at 150 to one that week and above average distance off the tee, above average accuracy off the tee, which is going to play very nicely here. Great, great putter, and he is 400 to one. That's right, Hudson Swafford on DraftKings. MGM and the offshore bet online is 400 to one to win this event outright. And he only has to beat 53 other people. Three time PJ tour winner. One time on a course, very similar coming off of injury 400 to one, like literally throw $3 on it. Just kiss it goodbye, like $3. What is that? That's like a, I mean, I don't even know what, what can you even buy for $3 anymore? like can you get a bottle of water for three dollars anymore i don't think you can in california i'm sure you can't it's less I mean, that's, that's like a gallon of gas don't you know maybe don't drive one place or just you know i don't know like don't get extra white sauce at a hibachi spot that prepackages their white sauce and sells them for 75 cents a pop which I only, i'm only giving you that specific example because that's happened to my favorite hibachi spot and it pisses me off because i'm a regular Georgia person and we love our white sauce with hibachi. So don't charge me for it. God dang it. But anyway, it's three dollars. Three dollars to win twelve hundred. Now, the more likely play that's still a bomb. At 20 to one on Bet MGM, you can get Hudson Swafford to finish in the top 10. And they will pay out the dead heat rules. They will pay out the ties in full. Sorry, no dead heat rules. They'll pay out the ties in full. Twenty to one, top ten on BetMGM for Huddy Swaff. Now listen, hasn't played tournament golf in a long time, but he's a longtime veteran professional. Has played at the highest level. You know, played great program in college, Go Dogs. You know, great PGA Tour career, three wins. You know, and and got sidetracked on at at the beginning of his live career with an injury, and says he's healthy, says he's ready to go, says he's eager, and you know. Playing as an individual, like I don't really, I don't really understand. I could probably ask about this and find out. I'm not sure what the live rules are for these individuals. Like, if there's a way for them to end up on a team, or if something happens, if they're like a first alternate for somebody getting on a team. But I feel like there's got to be a little bit of like prove it for him, right? Like he's probably coming into the season saying like I need to prove it. I need to prove that I can still do this, that I'm still. You know, I can c- recover from this injury, prove it to myself, prove it to the other uh, these other teams, these other captains um, and go out and win a live event. Um, so. I just see huddy is hungry, hungry huddies. You know, that's what I'm saying. All right. Now, to wrap this up, I'm going to open up my uh, I'm going to open up the bet online screen. Because, you know, I mean, I, I, I wanted to talk through some of the, the legal books. But you know, typically when you get these offshore books, typically you're going to get worse odds because they know they got you. This is they're like, "Listen, like we we already know, brother. We already know we got you. You can't go anywhere else." You know, it's like it's like uh, well, it's like the PGA Tour gets you when you go to a golf tournament. And they charge you fourteen dollars for a bottle of water, or you go to an NFL game and they do it because they know they they know. They know that you can't go anywhere else. You go to Disney World and you pay $40 for three frozen chicken fingers and some fries for your eight-year-old that'll eat one and then spill the rest of them and you're just, you walk out of there pissed. So, uh, the bet online does the same thing. So the odds are usually worse. Now I I will say you get a better number on Hatton here at 14 to one. Like that's, that makes me happy. Uh, Oh, what? Okay. Hold on. Unexpected error. I don't want to, I don't have a login. Hold on let's get to bet online here sorry let's see if i go okay here we go golf you go to golf by the way you go to golf and then you see the live golf here those are like matchups but if you go to futures and then live mayakoba we're going to get to the teams here in a second that's how you do that all right so oh dang it okay so they're not letting me place a bet or put him in the bet slip oh well Neiman's at 12 to 1. That's uh, a little worse than you can get on a stateside book. Hatton's at 14. Uh, the other names I mentioned, I mentioned Moronk at 25. He's 22 here. Uh, Louis the same if you like Louis at 25. CH3 is the same at 33. So that's good. You're getting a good number there. U uh, line is the same. Where is he? 50. Like that. Um, you know, another kind of prove-it guy that I kind of skipped over, and I don't love him for an outright, but I do think a top 10, a top 20 could be in play, is, is Ogletree. I mean, the guy's really turned it up. I think Ogletree's interesting. Herbert is a little shorter than what we could get him on DK. He's 55 here. I don't love that. Chikara is also a little shorter. He was 80 on DK, 70 here. Wolf is the same, 80 to 1 um that's interesting and then look at huddy 400 to one are you kidding me i can't w- i mean i am firing on that let's see if there's any um let me look at something here let's see top yeah 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 look at this top 10 see this is how BetMGM or or not BetMGM, BetOnline bet online does it all right so top 10s this this is where this is where we're going to crush it here hudson's 20 to 1 love that like I like betting on the top 10 guys for guys who I think have some real upside but I don't know that you know we fully trust them to close the door or win it especially when you got to beat the likes of John Rahm. So Huddy top 10 at 20 to 1, I'm in on that. Wolf is 10 to 1. I'm in on that, man. Like those two bets right there feel like solid value. Chikara is plus 550. Ogletree also plus 550 um line is four to one i mean top 10 guys there's 54 guys in this event 54 guys U line had a fantastic year last year just couldn't close the door on a, on a win runner up here last year four to one what else we got um ch i don't know that I, like and now like getting into the two like two to one range i don't know if i love it so i'm probably out on that Let's see, they got some props. Let's see what lift, lift props are. Mm, nope. I don't know that I love any of those. Um. They got first round leader. Yeah, they do. They got first round leader best. Remember shotgun starts, so no wave advantage, which typically means I would just avoid the first round leader conversation. Obviously a lot more variance in first round leader stuff, so I, I'm probably out there. Uh, let's, oh, we got some groups. All right. Top American. I'll probably avoid that. Top Aussie. You know, Lucas is interesting at three to one. Like, not a lot of these guys played great or played, a, played at all in the fall or the winter. None of them have teed it up in 2024. Lucas did finish T7 at the Aussie Open. Cam Smith probably just fished during the offseason. Like, three to one Herbert, top Aussie is not a bad play. Not a bad play at all. I'd probably avoid top Englishman. South African, probably avoid Spaniard. I would also avoid. Don't want to touch John Rom there. Um, any specials? Nope, no specials. No three balls, obviously. Uh, these are, uh, this looks like maybe round one. They have like spreads, which is interesting on bet online. Very interesting. Uh, more round one. Like maybe this is where we fade our, uh, our our Paul Casey play. Do they have any Paul Casey bets? See, no, they don't. I don't have any offerings on Paul Casey. That sucks. Uh, Maybe it was on the other one. Let's look at this one other one, and then we'll wrap this up. Uh, If you have any questions, if you're watching live, I I see some people live. I don't know. Maybe they're afraid to comment, but feel free to toss in some questions or some plays, some guys you want to talk about, ask about. Oh, I did want to talk about some DFS. I I will do that. Let's see. Uh, So. Looking at DraftKings, there are some contests up for DFS or for Live Golf DraftKings. And here's the deal. People complain about the contest sizes on DraftKings for sports like Live that are niche and you know, whatever. And they'll go, oh, the contests are too small. I don't want to mess with it, which I understand. However, the only way they make them bigger is if we play in them. So if you are interested in Live and you do all the homework and you do all the handicapping, then just play. Enter a lineup or two. Enter a contest or two. Play a single entry. Play a three max. You know, yes, they're small. You're not going to win a ton. You're not going to take down a big old pot. But do something because if if people don't play in them and don't engage in them on DraftKings, then they're not going to make the contest bigger. And then you're going to have your problem. So the only way they make them bigger is if we play them and we fill them. So go check it out on DraftKings. In the top tier, um, I think there's two ways you go about it. John Rom, you, you, you pay up for at 11 9. I think you could, that's perfectly fine. If you want to stack John Rom and, and go from there, I mean, obviously it's just three rounds. There's, there's obviously no cut. So it's not like you're trying to get six of six guys through a cut or anything. But I also think that with variance and with DFS, there is room to fade John Rom. And if I were to fade him, I would stack Patton and Neiman at 9.5 and 9.4. That's just too cheap for those guys. Now, they might they are going to be popular plays, so we're going to have to pivot elsewhere. A guy that I, I, I'm not interested in betting but could be interesting in DFS is Ortiz at 8, 8, Um, Charles Howell is 8,200. Those are two guys in the 8K range I like. Howell's is going to be more popular. Uh, Ortiz would be a pivot there. We haven't seen any of, of Ortiz lately, so we have no idea. He, he didn't end the season very well, But obviously, a great record here probably looks at this event and says, "I need to. This is an event I need to do do my do my thing." You know, Mexico. Like I I need to do this. Have a great record here. Like he could be an interesting DFS pivot in the seven k range. I like four guys. Uline is at seventy nine hundred. I've already talked about him. Um, Tringali, who I've not mentioned. Tringali. I just don't know if Tringali. Does he have that dog in him? I don't know that he does. So I, I don't know that. It, dude, I lost so much money on that guy on the PJ tour, betting him outright. I just don't think so. But DFS in an iron contest, the short iron mid iron contest that this could turn into. Um, Tringali's a stud in, in that department. So at 7,800, he's an interesting spot too. And I've already mentioned Matt Wolf and Andy Ogletree. They're both in the low sevens. I mean, again with matt wolf's track record here and and i don't know that it could be much worse than it was for him last year and he's got a fresh start on a new team mental mental you know strokes gain home life headspace could be good for wolf at 7300 with his upside and and the way andy ogletree has come on and earned him a spot on the high flyers and and earned a spot in the live after being relegated like he's playing good golf he's 7100 and and you that's the kind of guy who has so much to prove that you just know he's coming in here ready. You know, not like Paul Casey, right? Like there's, there are, we gotta be honest here. There are guys on live, some of the older guys, some of the guys who've made a ton of money over their career, who don't have much else they need to prove. You can see them coming in here and, and just being rusty. Not to say that they won't figure it out quickly or in the next couple of, of events, but they're gonna come in here a little rusty. Whereas a guy like Ogletree's young, hungry, and has something to prove. That hits different for me at 7,100. Uh, in the 6K range, two guys I've already talked a lot about obviously Hudson Swafford at 6,100, and then Eugenio Chicara at 6,900. Those are my DraftKings plays. I'm fading the likes of Brooks, Gooch, DJ, and Paul Casey for all reasons I've already mentioned. All right. Uh, any questions in the chat? Not really. Um, Joe, happy you're covering live. Thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate you watching, Joe. Listen we said this from the jump when Liv started and everybody was crapping on it. Like we said this from the jump. If, if it's professional golf and you can wager on it, we are going to cover it. We are the tour junkies. We don't care. If it's professional golf, you can wager on it. You can play DFS on it. We're going to cover it. Um, you know, and, and live has only gotten better. You know, were there some things in the beginning that were sus and a little cringe, hundred percent, the PGA tours, cringe, they, 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 they both tours have done some things i've just been like ugh, but that's what we do right we're talking heads we're content providers we're armchair quarterbacks we're you know we all have opinions right i mean i live a lot of my days on twitter you know how many crappy opinions i see and have a lot of them um aloha what up great to see a live video i've been a listener of your podcast oh thank you Uh, we do a ton of live videos you can need to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already so you can be notified we're gonna do. Uh, we do our regular Thursday show starts tomorrow. Obviously, it's on Thursday, uh, where we cover a lot of news around the world of golf. It's everything golf that's not betting and DFS related. Me and Pat do that one. It's always a lot of fun. So check that out. And uh, also, I can't believe I failed to mention this. I had a lengthy conversation with Danny Woodhead. That's right, Super Bowl winner, touchdown in the Super Bowl score, New England Patriots, San Diego Charger, absolute dog running back, Danny Woodhead. Uh, he's a friend of ours. He's a golf addict and we've had him on the show multiple times before, but I just had him on. Um, and we did a We did quite the conversation on the state of professional golf, both the PJ tour and live Danny is a live golf fan. And we talked a lot about it. And that interview is about 20, to 30 minutes is going to drop on our YouTube, ch- uh, YouTube channel on Friday and available on podcasts if you listen. So you're going to want to catch that. Uh, I've been using bet online for years and never had any problem with them being offshore. That's good. That is good. I mean, I I, I like to think that most people would say that because if, if most people did not say that, I don't think they'd be in business, but over the nine years of doing this, I have heard people have issues with offshore books and it just happened. Right. Uh, Josh, Joshua, thanks for watching. Do you see Reed winning an event this year? Yeah. I mean, I do. I think Reed is still a world-class player that still likes to prove that he's um, that he's got it. I think it has to be on the right golf course for Reed. And I think it probably needs to be on a harder golf course. It needs to be on a golf course where the green regulation percentages are lower than average, um, where it's, where guys are scrambling, where guys are having to get up and down to save pars, to, you know, to maybe make a birdie here and there. Reed's just going to do better on difficult courses. He's going to do better on courses where you don't have to hit it a mile. So I think he's I think he's to the point in his career where he's he's course specific or weather specific, like condition specific. He's a grinder. He, he loves he embraces the hard stuff. He would probably enjoy playing Pebble Beach this week because it's going to be windy and wet and rainy and cold. Like that's where Reed typically thrives. So but yeah, I still do believe that Reed has it. Um, I, I really do uh danny with as much as the live golfer golfer players danny (laughs) danny are okay golfer players are making why don't they just buy the pga (laughs) okay um well i I don't know that it works quite that way but i mean the the um the i mean the pga got a valuation today of 12 billion dollars thanks to the injection of capital from ssg so I don't know that the players have twelve billion dollars, but I mean I certainly am on the side of hoping that the PIF and the PGA come to an agreement. Uh, for, for if if not for the only reason being I'm ready to see, as I know a lot of people are, because we have a, a ton of followers in our DMs and our mentions and our emails and our Discord saying I just want to see the best golfers in the world playing together again, and I'm tired of all the drama, and I'm tired of everything else. Just give me the best golfers in the world playing together again. And that's what the fans and that's what the golf community wants. And the golf fans have been the ones screwed out of this whole thing more than anyone. Um, so for any, for, for, if only that reason, I hope the two come together, but also, I mean, the the PIF injecting another couple billion dollars into this singular global possible entity, uh, that is uh, the PGA tour or whatever is only going to be also good for golf. I mean, more more money injected into golf is good. Big if coming, though, I will say this, big if. If, especially with this new co being formed with the PGA Tour, this for-profit, right, that has Jay Monahan still at the helm, and all this SSG private equity money also calling the shots and wanting to turn a profit, with that injection of capital, that's fantastic, unless they allow the same people who've been making the same decisions to do things the same way, but just more money. That would be terrible. Things cannot be done the same, or else it's going further down the crapper. So let's just hope that doesn't happen. Um, what up? carrico Ker- 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 I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that. My man killing it. Thanks for the live bets the DFS. Oh, thank you for watching. Listen, tell some folks about it. There are people who like live. There are people who want to bet on it. There are people who want to play DFS. Hit the like button, please. Subscribe to the channel. Drop a comment. That helps the algorithm. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave us a five-star review. Uh, And all of our links are in the description if you want to join the Discord, if you want to subscribe to our email list. All that stuff is there. Check out our friends at SoBet. I do need to say this. A couple of announcements about next week. I hate this. I, I really do. I am very excited about the Live Las Vegas event. Las Vegas Country Club is a very cool course. I think that's going to be a vibe in the same city as the Super Bowl. Danny Woodhead was certainly excited about it when I talked to him. However, we have already committed to doing the media thing at the Waste Management in Scottsdale. We will be covered up doing that content for the PJ Tour and the Waste Management. Um, we're going to have some great content coming out of that. And unfortunately, I just don't think I'm going to have the capacity to, to, to handicap the Vegas event like I need to. And especially with all that it's going to take to learn some things about the golf course. I'm sure that I can get some intel on the course with caddy friends of ours and player friends of ours that are on live. Um, and I will do my best to pass that along somehow. It may be a quick show that the show may be from my iPhone um, and it may be five minutes telling you what I like. But it may not happen at all. And it's only because we have so much to do. I, I wish I could make it to Vegas. I really do. And, I, and I, if, I, if I were not traveling, I would be handicapping it just like I am tonight. But it's, it's not in the cards. However, the next event in Jeddah for March will be all over that one. I plan on doing these every single event. Um, and I don't plan on doing most of them solo. Pat wants to do them with me. So we're going to talk about that. Pat's going to be on Danny Woodhead said he would come on and do some other previews as well. I have some other guests. If you guys have any recommendations for live handicappers, put it in the comments, email me info at tourjunkies.com. DM me on Twitter or Instagram. DMs are open. Uh, DM me on discord, all that stuff. Let me know if you have any suggestions. We want guests. I don't want this to just be the DB show that that is not good for any of us. Not good for me. It's not good for you. So I will say that live Nashville if anyone is going to the live Nashville event, we will be there. I will probably want to bring my friends from SoBet uh, because they're based out of Nashville. It's a perfect situation for us playing at the Grove, which is a sick golf course. Um, I will, we will be me and Pat will both be at live Nashville. Hope to have a great presence there. Um, and we'll be there with some friends. So if you're going to be there, we might even try to work together some kind of event. Like I would love to get, a listener event at a golf course in Nashville. Maybe, a, maybe there's a sweet muni in Nashville. We can all get on and play together, uh, do something fun there. So put that on your calendar. That's in June. I think it's like the 21st through the 23rd. It's somewhere like late June. So knock that out. Uh, what, who is your favorite individual to win the live season? Dude, we didn't even, I didn't even do the team thing. Hold on. We got to do the team thing. Cause, cause, uh, bet online has the team situation. Where was the team? Uh, let's, Let's do that too. All right. Thank you, Josh, for ask, Joshua for asking me that because that reminded me. Favorite individual to win the live season. I mean, it's gotta be Rom, right? Like, guys, like Rom is just, it's gotta be Rom. It has to be Rom. I, I wish, I mean, okay, so let me so if I had to think of a dark horse to win it, that's not Rom. Um for the season. Ah, uh, um, like I, I like to think of guys who are who are kind of course proof. Right, who can? Which usually means you got to have bombers. You got to have guys who hit it long, so that when they go to the long courses, they're they're there. But when they go to the courses that are more positional, they're smart enough to be able to club down and know how to attack the golf course the right way. Uh, so I'm not going to have like a short knocker in there. I'm not going to have a, a an average player in there. I love Neiman so much, but I don't, I don't know if it's Neiman. Bryson is certainly. I mean, talk about a guy who cares and who wants to do it. Bryson is up there. I mean, I, I he's very close to me in terms of uh, possibly winning it with uh, with Rom. Um Moronk. Moronk could surprise some people, I'm telling you. Pe- pe- people, li- people are going to learn about Adrian Moronk. Um, I wish Mito would do something, man. I love watching that guy play golf. I, I wish he'd pop. I wish HV3, he's a friend of ours, man. I wish HV3 would come around and get hot. But I mean, it's it's hard to look past Rom or Bryson, honestly. It, it really is. I, I don't know how I don't know how we could not do that. Let, let let me share my screen. Let's look at Bet Online for some team stuff. I did not plan on the show being an hour, but here we are. But you guys are asking questions. I love that. Thank you. All right. So Torque, Torque. Well, uh, that's Neiman Neiman led Torque. Is it plus four fifty? Crushers at five five to one. Legion thirteen at six to one. Like. That's kind of juicy. You give give me Ram and Hat who we are like probably coming in based on what they've already done in 2020, you know, like 2024 who they are like that's that's actually pretty juicy. 6 to 1 for Legion to go ahead and come out here the first event. By the way, the, the branding for Legion to me is the best. I freaking love it. Now, does it remind me of the ThunderCats? I'm 40 years old, right on the number. I just turned 40. So the Thundercats in the late 80s and early 90s were my jam. It does remind me of the Thundercats logo. But, you know, it's still a sweet logo. Love it. Love the colors. Love it. Um, the Aces, see, I think the Aces are going to be a little cold. DJ is going to be a little cold. Perez has had some distractions, right? HV3s has some distractions. I think I think this is a fade the Aces situation. I'm not really buying Brooks's team being ready for this. I, I think Legion... I think Legion and the Crushers is where it's at. Five to one and six to one. I, I think that's that's the bet. Um, okay. Oh, sorry I left a comment up there. Dang it. Okay. See you in Nashville. Awesome. Yeah, hope to see a Mito Elito. You know, it felt like he was, but I mean it- He's one that I, I've been disappointed. He came to live and, like, it looked like everything just kind of fell off. And that's not what I want to see. I want to see you continue to be a stud. And he was a stud. The guy was almost a, he was one swing away from the PJ champion. Like, guy's a stud. I would love to see Mito do his thing. All right. I think that's it. That's all the announcements. That's everything I got. We've handicapped the crap out of this thing. Hopefully, we hit a winner because we dang sure ain't hitting one on the PJ tour with freaking Nick Dunlap and Grayson Murray. and you know match you have on winning like that's not happening so uh i would love for it to happen now so thank you guys for watching this is huge if if we get good responses from these videos we're, we're gonna keep doing it and uh and it's inspiring to keep doing it and i'll handicap even harder so uh, i worked hard on this one i will say that so thank you have a great week bend over your bookies see you.